What's up? This is Patrick at Radicards.com and um, kind of just going to be recording this solo today, this podcast. Uh, today I want to talk to you about the time versus spend ratio as it relates to bargain bin shopping. Okay, this is something I've been, well, I've been dealing with for a while. It started kind of, I'd say I started paying attention to this in 2007, eight, right in there. I would go to a local card shop and I'd spend three, three and a half hours at the bargain bin section. And I'd pull, you know, 20, 30, 40 bucks worth of cards out, then take them up to the, the register pay and then drive home. And it, usually at that point, it's already dark outside. And then, you know, I'm thinking to myself, gosh, I spent three and a half hours going through bargain stuff for, I guess, Maybe, you know, depending on how much I, I, I may have only pulled, I say $30, $40, but there may have been times where I walk away with like two or three cards and I spent $3. And so I just spent three and a half hours of my time to spend $3 of my money. And so I think like, okay, if I just spent three and a half, let's just make it even, it's $3, $3 at three hours, okay? My time is worth much more than a dollar an hour. So what I started thinking about is if I'm spending a, a three hours at in, in any one bargain bin and my time say is worth $150 an hour, then I better darn well pull $450 worth of cards out of that bin to make it worth my time. Okay. I'm making this like typical math, right? Like if, if your time is worth $50, then if you're spending three hours there, then you want to pull $150 out of that bin worth of value, right? So, when I leave a bargain bin and I've spent $3 and I've spent three hours of my time, I feel like I've not spent my time very well because I only got $3 worth of value out of that time that I spent. Um, and I, I've, I remember driving home at night after the card shop, was, they let me stay later and then, then it closed. I was the last one out of there and I had spent you know, a good chunk of my day there. And I came home with a small short stack of like 20 cards or whatever. And I remember feeling kind of guilty about the time I just spent that I can't get back to get the cards. I love doing that. It's fun for me. I have a good time bargain bin shopping. It's really fun for me. It's, you know, I've always been kind of frugal in that way, but I think to myself, well, gosh, maybe I could have spent that time on eBay getting a nice like PSA 10 card of a favorite rookie card, or maybe I could have spent that 30, 40 bucks on, you know, like a, you know, something that's worth that amount of money and requires, say, 10 minutes of my time instead of three hours of my time, uh, you know, and, or, or, you know, um, if I do need to fill, like, holes in my 87 top set, could I just do that online really quickly through CMC or another um, uh, uh, another resource? Um, Sport Lots is a good one, too. So I think about this, too. I'm thinking, well, well you know, What's more important to me, my saving money or saving time, right? You can kind of do both if you focus on how you're buying and what you're buying. You know, like where are you putting your time into researching what you want to buy? How available is it? You know, how, how, how affordable is it to your budget, right? Let's say you have a budget of, say, you know, like recently I bought a 64 Topps um, Tommy John rookie card, a graded one. I've always wanted a really nice graded one. So I had a budget and I was like, well, I want to spend between say, you know, I mean, I'm going to really ballpark it here because the prices for that card are all over the board and conditions are also all over the board, centering and edging issues and like 
cuts are kind of weird. So let's say it's between $8 and $80. And you can buy like anything between like a, a, a two all the way up until like a, like an eight in that window, you know? And so I think to myself, okay, if I was at a show and I was looking for this card, how long would it take me to find that card in, in a condition that I like and has good eye appeal? Cause that, you know, it's the cards affordable. Yeah. I could spend say, let's say I'm at the national, right? Really, really high, like uh, mission critical time. Like every second counts because it's a very short amount of for a short amount of time. It's just a couple of days. It's like five days and you're gone. So do I want to spend any time at the national going through booth after booth looking for the 64 tops Tommy John graded and with nice eye appeal? No, I don't want to do that. That's a poor use of my time at the national. You know why? Because I can go online and spend 15, 20 minutes finding a clean example, probably any day of the week, really. And if you wait long enough, you'll find better ones. But it's like how much time do you want to put into that? You know, I put in actually like almost a year looking for the one I just bought because I wanted really nice eye appeal. Centering is really important to me. But when I go to the big shows, when I go to like, you know, places where they have cards available, I'm generally not looking for stuff I can just find online very easily. But I will say this. When I see something in person, it it, it really adds quite a bit of value to me because I can see it up close. I can examine the surface, edges, corners, registration, um, centering, eye appeal, that whole thing. I can really examine this thing. I can't really do that online. That's the one drawback. But if I want to spend like a full day at the National, I want to give up an entire day at the National just looking for a clean 64 Tops Tommy John card, that to me would be a very poor use of my time. Only because that card isn't high priority. It's very it's very low on the totem pole priority. I'd be looking for things I wouldn't be able to find online. Um, um, but going back to my original conversation is, if I spend three hours of my time looking for something that's worth $3, that's a poor use of my time because I've spent three hours of my time. And if it's, if it's $150 worth of my time per hour, then I've, I, I came up at a loss of $447. So I should be trying to get the value of my time back in the value of cards that I buy that I've looked for during that time, um, uh, you know, to find whatever it is that is as a bargain bin or is it in a showcase? Um, you know, this is kind of a different level of thinking because we go to card shows and we go to shops for fun. You know, it's like, a, it's like a relaxing. It's, it's kind of, it's nice. You get to know the owner. You get to sit there and sort through cards and just kind of be like, oh, that's cool. It's cool. And then put this over here. Maybe we can buy that. I like that. It's fun. It's a nice relaxing process for me. Maybe you too, you know? But sometimes I go with a goal and like, okay, I have this budget. The day the show is only one day, you know, it ends in six hours. Um, I don't want to spend my entire budget if I don't have to, but if there's something I absolutely have to have, you know, would I rather come home with a stack of awesome stuff from a bargain bin or do I want to get like one really nice card? You know, I, like typically speaking, most of the shows I've been to, there's an availability of at least one really nice card there. Um, and usually it's not just one as many. So Finding one card to within your budget is very easy to do. I guess it just goes down to, like I said earlier, what's more important to you, saving time or saving money? You know, when you're going through a bargain bin and pulling out $3 of cards in three hours, you know, maybe it's, maybe it's nice to think like, well, gosh, I could have gotten all these online for the same price, like maybe a couple bucks on shipping or whatever, but 
I just spent three hours of my life <laughs> getting $3 worth of cards. It's just, it's heartbreaking to me. So I feel like, well, okay, how do I do this to where they make the most of my time? You know, what do I look for? How do I, how do I really get the most of my time? So what I do is I give myself kind of like a time limit. Okay, bargain bin. I'm going to spend an hour in this bin. Whatever I can get out of it in an hour, that's what I'm going to do. And then I'm going to move on to the next bargain bin. Because I can't look through every bargain bin at big shows like the National. It's just not possible. It's just, just, just not enough time. So I give myself a chunk. I go through maybe a box or two and feel out the box and see the quality of contents. And if if it shows promise, then I might continue another box. And if it shows, if it's it seems pretty dull, no signs of life, I'll just move on to the next whatever. And I'll give it like, okay, I'm going to go through this 3,200 count box. If I don't see any signs of life, I'm moving on to the next booth. That's kind of how I tackle these things. That way I'm not stuck spending a full day at the national going through one guy's five cent and quarter bin stuff. You know, I, I'm not, I'm avoiding that. I'm, I'm actually looking, I'm investigating temporarily, you know, making, getting an understanding of what's in those boxes and then just moving on. And so that, and I, 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 what I'm, what I'm doing by doing that is exposing myself to more um, in, a, in a smaller amount of time. And I'm also working on a system to go through a full table of cards in less than a half an hour because of the way I, I, I shuffle through stuff. But that's just my own strategy. That's maybe another another conversation. But it comes down to like, you know, again, going back to my key point in this podcast is what's more important to you, saving time or saving money? Because you can do both. You just have to strategize how you're going to process your way through a bargain bin, okay, or bargain bins because you might be, okay, I'm done with this one and move on to the next one. Start focus on that when you're at the show at a show and you, you're going through a bargain bin um, and you're thinking about, you don't want to lose track of time. You might even get a timer on, on your, your, your phone. It vibrates after a half an hour so that you know um, kind of when to move on. And you might set it again for another half an hour if you like what you see and you just want to keep going through it. Um, but just, you know, try to be on a reg- regimen so that you, you don't lose track of time. You're like, oh my gosh, it's already five. The show ends at six. I've been here since like 10 a.m. going through this box. I haven't even seen a full aisle of the national. And now I'm one day in, you know, and so you, it's, it's kind of a way to uh, improve the, the, the quality of your, your, your process efficiency, how you process your time at, an, at, a, at a big convention or at a show or at a shop even. You know, time is of the essence. It's the one resource we don't get back. We spend it, it's gone. Um, we get it again tomorrow, but we don't know what tomorrow's going to bring. So yeah, the, to really make the most out of your shop and show experience, you know, try to break down and look at how you're spending your time you know, to really maximize uh, your exposure of the entire, entire landscape of, say, a big show like The National, or maybe you just want to see the entirety of, of, a, of a shop. Um, you know, just pay attention to the time piece because it's a big one. You can always save money, but time is the, one of those things you, you, you can only spend, right? So I just want to leave you with that. I think it's cool to kind of talk about this because as from somebody who, who thinks about process efficiencies on a daily basis, just in my own business or the way I go about anything really, um, it's just something I've always, I've started thinking about, about, like I said, since uh, 07 or 08, right in there when I was at a shop and I had this three and a half hour experience and I came home with, you know, a short stack of cards and I, I felt kind of <laughs> regretful in a way that I just spent that much amount of time and I got that little return back. And when I came home, I remember showing the cards to my mom and I was like, in my head, I was like, please validate this. <laughs> please.
please validate that these were good buys because I just spent three and a half hours of my life. <laughs> but I do enjoy the process of going through it. I just don't want to lose track of the amount of time I spend doing it. So I guess I want to leave it at that. I hope that uh, the next time you go through a bargain bin or next time you see a showcase, you get really involved in something, you kind of pay attention to the time piece of it so that you can really maximize uh, your awareness of what's available to you that day uh, or that, that week or whatever it is, you know, cause it's a, it's always a limited time we have. So thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning into the Radicards podcast and Radicards.com. I'm your host, Patrick Greeno. And until next time, enjoy collecting. If you like this content, please subscribe. Thank you. Enjoy collecting. <laughs>